0: Well, welcome back to How to Actually Change the World. My name is Darvin Muentes. I am your only host for today. And if you saw our last episode or listened to our last episode, first of all, thank you. We love you guys. And we're so thankful that you are listening to the podcast. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment and hit that notification bell. That way you can get notified every single time we drop an episode. Last episode, if you watched it, was awesome. Super cool. We had some really great guests here and they're still here. We're doing a <laughs> second episode with them except this time instead of the wonderful Ray Pearson Ben, you have me, Darvin Winter. Uh so I will be your only host today, but we have Hannah and Emily Pewter with us again. Last episode they were rocking it. I mean, they were preaching from here. <laughs> they were sharing scripture, sharing some cool stories about what they've done in their life. And they're going to share some more really cool things with you guys. So, Hannah, Emily, let's talk about film a little bit more. Uh, you two are well-versed in production from multiple angles. What would you say is your favorite, absolute favorite thing that you have done?
1: Oh, gosh. Um so probably one of the most uh, exhilarating things. I, I love doing our senior project in school, and that was fun only because I mean no, I shouldn't say only. There were a lot of reasons why that was fun, but primarily um, because of something that we had to do from scratch, like raise all your own money. Do the- everything was on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like it was literally your all your skin within the game yeah Um. but I would say the other exciting thing that I one of the highlights of what I've gotten to do is actually when uh, we went with uh, in tangent with Regent, um, and did a documentary in Guatemala uh, looking That's at funny. some of the sex trafficking and wow. the domestic abuse there yeah um, a little bit undercover uh, it was very intense. We were looking at the private sector versus the government sector and how they've been handling uh, these issues, interviewing girls as young as 13 and 14 who, you know, had children from, you know, uncles, brothers, fathers, sadly oh. enough, um, and looking at what what the gospel is doing in that situation and how Jesus is being brought into that. Wow. Um, so that was that was definitely a highlight for me yeah. in what I've done yeah. so far.
0: I can imagine. That's wild, going to Guatemala yeah. and having to be undercover and then also going into such a crazy it was, situation. It was a culture Harm shock, situation.
1: yeah, because yeah. Uh, I wasn't used to seeing so many people stand around with AK-47s and McDonald's <laughs> just because that's the thing. <laughs> oh, you're like, well, where's the bad guy? I'm like, no, this is normal. And you're like, oh, right, okay. Wow.
2: Okay, it's yeah. normal, this is normal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, what about you?
2: Uh, In my current job working for Ironclad, the projects that we get to work on are just so much fun and you get to meet so many different people and you get to travel around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's my favorite part about being in the film industry is really the people that you get to meet. The opportunities, you never know who you're going to bump into on a set and just the opportunity to always have something new and fresh. Like if you're someone who's creative, film is a, is an amazing environment to be in because nothing is stagnant. Like Stuff is always mm-hmm. coming up, new projects, new ventures. Yeah. I just like uh, new challenges.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, you guys ta- touched a little bit on this on your journey to Regent. Um, but what was like the dream as like little, little Hannah and Emily, What was the dream then? and then how did that transform into what you guys are doing now?
1: Well, you know, I think I think everyone goes into a film school very like you know starry eyed, uh, being like, you know, this guy's limited, like I'm gonna go to LA, X,Y,Z, uh, and that was definitely the conversation, you know, after class every day, like, or, you know, that your professors are like prepping you. What you gonna do in Hollywood? Yeah, <laughs> what are you gonna do in Hollywood? When are you moving to L.A.? Um, or Atlanta, yeah, or Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: a little closer. Yeah, it nice.
1: is a little closer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, to be honest, I, I think um, I wasn't sure. Like, I-, I didn't see, to put it bluntly, I didn't see myself landing as an editor, uh, primarily. It was something that kind of found me Mm because no one wanted to edit and someone had to edit the class projects. And so it just turned into, oh, I have a proclivity for this. Um, I like this. And then having graduated, it's like, oh, I can make really good money doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still telling the story. You know, everyone knows the third time you tell stories in the edit room, you have the final say on what everyone's going to see. And there's a lot of room for creative expression as well. Um, So it was something that I kind of just defaulted into. And and it's interesting, every other door that I tried to pursue that was uh, an alternative that um, every opportunity that I would pursue is like the doors just wouldn't open. Um, Any job opportunity, any contract I've gotten has uh, ironically never been because I've been looking for it because everything that I've looked and I've tried Mm -hmm. has never happened. You know, the way that God has worked in my life, it's like I keep on knocking on the doors but he brings in another door mm-hmm. out of nowhere that I haven't sought. Praise God, Um yeah. So that's kind of the way that my career has gone. Gotcha. And you know, it, it's really crazy, but in a way it's like, there's. I know that everything is God. Mm-hmm. I can't take credit for it because everything that I tried
2: <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's true, it's true. Yeah. And as a kid, I would have never imagined that I would have gone into acting or into film producing. But one thing that we all grew up knowing because of our parents is our mom always told us, one day you will sit before kings, queens, and presidents, and you will have influence among, among them. And so it's not so much chasing a dream, it's knowing your destiny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's something that's just always resonated with me. I've never questioned, what's my next job? How am I going to get there? That's just never been a thought process for me. Mm-hmm. I've always just known what the destiny is going to be. And just following the steps that open up yeah. to lead to lead yeah, me there for you. Yeah. And, and to Emily's point, it's not it's uh, is that everything that I've tried in my own ability. Also, it has not worked. Yeah. Uh, every single opportunity that I've had has come from nowhere completely. God opened it up. I could have never done it myself. Yeah. Uh, and, But uh, interestingly enough, even looking back already, each step has been leading towards that destiny. And each new phase of life, we both have a greater realm of influence that we would have never imagined that we could step into. But again, always leading towards that destiny rather than chasing a dream, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, And that kind of speaks to what you were talking about in that first episode where you were alluding to Isaiah and the prophecy, what he saw when he went before the Lord. He was before the Lord and he's, I'm a man of unclean lips. You know, cleanse me. He puts the coal to his mouth, and then all of a sudden, now he's clean yep. because of the burning of the coal on his lip. And then what happens? The Lord pre- presents the door right in front, exactly. of exactly. Yeah, and says, "Who will go? I will." You yes. know,
2: because right. I can. Yeah, I can go now. Yep. right. Because I'm yeah.
0: clean, not yeah. because of what I did, but exactly. because of what you did, Lord. And that is awesome. It's cool to see how the Lord does that, even within our vocations. Not, not just you know. Our spiritual life which he has done that praise the Lord and praise the Lord that he's brought you guys into new life in Jesus yeah by your faith in him but also within the the stuff in life you know in our jobs in our relationships he opens the doors for us if we are just Lord yes I'm here you know so that's really cool to see that um here's a really fun question I I wanted to ask some of these questions to you because you guys are in film so you guys, it's true. <laughs> it, most film people have a favorite movie or a favorite TV show. So, would you guys tell us what your favorite movie is?
2: So, I have three favorite movies. Very hard to ask anyone in the arts. <laughs> but I have a yeah. favorite. There are three that I greatly enjoy. Okay. Uh, one is the most recent live action of Cinderella. Second is the new Top Gun Maverick. I love that movie. Fantastic. And the patriot now the patriot is a little more gritty than most films that i watch Mm -hmm. but i think that is really on the top of my list mainly because of the message that is behind the film so you have this character that is wanting to preserve his family he has a good intention but in efforts to preserve his family he loses it Mm. and it's that constant reminder and really kind of the the mission behind our lives to even go into film and to intentionally engage in an environment or in a sphere of influence is that you have to be active as christians yeah. it, it goes back to that choosing to engage instead of uh, playing it safe to protect and even if you have a good intention um eventually you lose mm-hmm. and we know that as soon as we get saved we are enlisting in a war mm-hmm. there's someone who's not a really big fan of ours yep. and he wants to take us out you yep. And it's it's that choice to continually know I'm in this. I'm going to engage. I'm going to fight. I'm going to take back the kingdom of God on Earth as our calling. And to me, the the Patriot really is that the 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 messaging throughout that I've just really resonated with and probably why it's at the top of my list. Oh, and it's a phenomenal film. And it's a phenomenal (laughs) film in general. Yes, (laughs) yes, the storytelling is amazing. (laughs) We can go into the minutia of it. But yeah,
0: I love it. And what about you? What's a uh, favorite movie for you?
2: Um, like offhand, I really like you
1: know the Secret Life of Walter Mitty okay. with Ben Stiller, and it's not just because I analyzed the Maison scene for class, mm-hmm. um, and wrote a ten-page paper, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> you know, the other films that I really like are actually foreign films, hmm. and I think that was something that was introduced to me uh, by a professor here at uh, Regent, and. You know, especially some of the Korean films. Hmm. Um, there's a Korean film, Ode to My Father, that is just so raw and gripping. And the Koreans have a way of telling cinema that just is so true to life. You know, you have full adult, your your lead males are crying. You don't see lead American males crying yeah. Um, yeah. because it's not, you know, masculine enough. Um and now we're bashing, you know, manhood anyway. So it's no yeah. wonder we have issues. <laughs> the yeah. guys in our society are confused. Yep. Um. But yeah, so like Korean cinema and then uh, Indian cinema. There's a few. Yeah. Um. Rabni de Jodi is a wow. Indian film. It's a musical. It's <laughs> beautifully well done. That's a very awesome. compassionate story about a guy and a girl in arranged marriage and how that all mm. works out. Because She, you know, allegedly, you know, falls in love with a different guy, and yep. but it's really him, the husband in disguise, trying to get his wife to love him. So it's a beautiful story.
0: Um, sounds very dramatic, yeah.
1: And you know, you don't even, you don't even <laughs> like you're so engaged, you don't even recognize that like 10 minutes in, you've been reading, you know, subtitles the whole time, <laughs> But you don't know, <laughs> like it, it takes a little bit to engine, and yeah. but but you once you're in, you're in, yeah.
0: That's awesome, <laughs> I love it. Well. I will have to find that movie and check it out. Me and my wife now will, will check that out. Um, we will be right back. And uh, I hope you've been enjoying that. This has been a lot of fun. So we're going to have a lot of fun on this next part. Your college degree should open doors of opportunity. At Regent University, we believe that rigorous, relevant, respected education can prepare you for a lifetime of impact and influence. Choose from over 150 areas of study available online and on campus in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Our motto and our commitment to you is Christian leadership to change the world. Prepare for your profession and discover your purpose at America's premier Christian university. Apply today at www.regent.edu. Well, welcome back. We were just talking about some of our favorite films. Now we're going to shift gears back to a little bit of just some like hard questions, some things that you have to think about when you're uh, going into your job, into your world, into the things that you're doing. Um, So, how do you guys think film can affect change in the world? Like, how does film go out and create and bring the kingdom? to Earth the way that we were just talking about, that we're supposed to bring it here. How do you think that film does that?
2: Well, the average American watches three hours of television a day. And if you think about that statistic, that is crazy. That's That's not including social media. That's not including podcasts. That's just film. So the fact of the matter is film television is the number one influence Mm -hmm. into the American family, into an individual's life. It's that force that is constantly in front of them for most Americans. So how does film influence America, influence lives? It simply is just a part of our culture. So as soon as you look at film, whether there's this Christian film idea, Christian films influencing the world, and that's that's something that we don't really resonate very much with, mainly because a a film doesn't have to be Christian. Mm to spread the gospel, right? There's a lot of films that have a message or have a a tone that is spreading truth, that is spreading a godly principle. Mm -hmm. So that influence of film, that messaging, it's really the messaging behind whatever you're watching. And there's definitely a spirit behind everything that is produced Mm -hmm. and written, but the impact that film has uh, on on us as a society is astronomical. It really shapes who we are. It's created our world.
0: Yeah, three hours is...
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and you think and, you know, people say, oh, you know, you just didn't talk about movies, but he talked about the two biggest things which correlate to media and entertainment, which is your your eye gate and your ear gate. I mean, what is inter- entertainment if it's not that? Yep. And, you know, we know that's where sin is going to be knocking on your door. Yep. When you see something that's going to tempt you, when you hear something, yep. uh, when you part, then you choose. You think about that and you choose to engage and act on that. Yep. Um, and that's what media is. So to sit back and be passive and, uh, you know, almost willingly say, you know, oh, like it's not going to affect me. It's simply not true. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Jesus is very clear about guarding that area and guarding your heart. And that is the media that you consume, Um, whether that is, I mean, yes, television, but even more so these days on Instagram and TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, you you don't even I, I have to catch myself. And sometimes I'll take like a month off social media because, you know, not willingly. And I'm, I'm, I am I'm guarded, but it's just so easy yeah. to just be sucked into that. Successful. This is what everyone looks like. This is what everyone thinks. This is what I need to look like and mm-hmm. think like instead of our minds being set on the word of God. Yep. And what is, you know, what is biblical Christianity look yeah. like? What does God say about me? You know, and what lies am I believing that the culture has told me that I need to replace yeah. with God's truth?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's an incredible point is like we we spend so much time in media, three hours statistically. And what is the amount of time that we're spending with the Lord? I was just listening to a podcast. Podcasts are great. <laughs> uh, I was just listening to one and they were talking about the spiritual disciplines. What is the purpose of the spiritual disciplines if not to get closer to the person of jesus yeah no jesus he's no longer just this other thing he's your friend he's that person he's as real as us sitting right here he's right here in this room with us you know he is and we have to know him and spiritual disciplines are how we get there but are we spending more time watching tv than we are in those spiritual disciplines yeah talking to the lord and going and fasting in Going and reading our scripture, like how much time are we actually spending doing that? So that, that's an incredible point, and like that's an incredible reason that that must like light a fire in you guys. You, and obviously, you guys can tell they are fired up about the things that they're doing. What fires you up about Jesus? What? Who is Jesus to you guys?
1: You know, I think one of the most interesting things um, for me is I talked earlier with Ray about, you know, like debating and seeking truth. And I th- I think, you know, in a personal relationship with Christ, Jesus is that truth. Yeah. You know, and once you embrace and you seek that, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. That changes how you think. That changes your daily interactions. That changes your social life, what groups you're going to be in. Um, And the pursuit of that, you know, Eric Metaxas says this on his show, and um, I love Eric Metaxas. uh, But, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, we're pursuing truth, ultimate truth. And by that definition, it is exclusive. No one wants to hear that these days. We live in a plural society. We live in a postmodern society of relative truth. It's my truth. It's your truth. It could be true. It doesn't matter either way. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, if I actually believe the Bible if Jesus is my actual friend yep. and my savior, and I'm walking in daily communion with him, yep. that can't but help overflow into every area that I touch. Mm-hmm. So th- there isn't this compartmentalization that I feel like the church has been cornered into by uh, the government, by society saying like, you ca- you can't do this, you can't say this. You know, so many Christians are so nervous to express their relationship with Christ because yeah. these days it sounds crazy. It sounds radical. Mm-hmm. You're old fashioned, you know, yep. and it's like, no, this is truth. Yep. How can I back down? If i you know, the scripture says like a shame on us if we know the truth and we can't, yep. we can't share it. Yep. And it's like, I, I have that truth in me. And so how much more so should I be unashamed to share that in my vocation, to share that in our industry? So, like, to me, like, the pursuit of Christ, especially in today's day and age, is that revelation of truth. And, you know, when people hear that truth, yeah. it's a shock. I talk to some people, and people can't believe what I say, and I'm like, B- but it's the truth. Yeah. And that's what's so shocking sometimes. Yeah. You know, when the clarity of the gospel and then that personal relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. the loving nature surround. it's not just hard truth. Yeah. It's Christ's love. Yeah.
2: It's his forgiveness, it's his grace, and his acceptance. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. And really, Jesus is my life. I, 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 Growing up in church, that's one thing. And my whole life, I've been a Christian. But I can, I cannot imagine even being alive without Jesus because he is so integrated into my life. Yeah. It is who I am. He is who I am. I can't imagine another route or another direction. And while there have definitely been phases of my life where you go through challenges, one thing I've never, ever questioned ever was Jesus' love for me if he was real. I've always just known, right? So he, in the simplest way, he is my life. He he is everything that encompasses my goals, my dreams, my visions, my future. And I think as you walk through life, some that 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 really just grows and expounds in different phases of who you are and where you are in your walk with Christ. Yeah. But it's just always been a part of me.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, praise God that you guys are sharing the truth with the world right now and we are here to do that. Share the truth. Share people who are going out into the world and doing awesome things. Um One of the questions that we ask every single person, and we've already asked you, Hannah. So we're going to ask Emily, how does someone actually change the world?
1: You know, good question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For me, you know, that that goal of changing the world, I always, I have to make it tangible. Because the the world is like a, a nebulous sort of intangible big thing. And for me i always look at that okay how can i change my world how can i change Emily's world yep. what does that mean yep. you know we're involved with um several different fitness communities in the area we have a lot of non-christian friends mm-hmm. um and i say you know friends loosely but <clears throat> you know we're not like besties but you know we associate with a lot of people who don't think the same way that yep. we do and you know uh to some extent that's intentional You know, Christians aren't meant to be like little bubbles, Um, but it's in those personal communications with, you know, you know, someone at run club, the person you're squatting next to at the gym. Um, It's in those moments of being genuine. And, you know, it's not always so complicated. It's not be like the nervous, like, do I mention Jesus to them? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's actually just caring. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm actually just going to take my earbuds out. And actually just say hi to them because I can see they're not having a good day yeah. they look like they could need an encouraging word yep you know and you build that relationship and then pretty soon you know Pete you find out hey I'm praying for someone in the gym
0: yeah.
1: I'm you know normal everyday people yeah. and I think like in a very tangible real way that's how you begin to have that impact yep. I mean yes through your work professionally The content that I produce, yes, is uh, advocating and promulgating a Christian paradigm, Mm -hmm. Um, but there's that other side of like my daily interactions that mean the most, because to people, that's what means the most. You know, you get a compliment from someone, that can make someone's day, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's where you're truly sharing and I think reflecting the character of
0: Christ. Yeah. Praise God. Man. Well... That was all the time we had for today. We could talk for a while, but thank you guys for coming and joining us and being here for these two episodes. It's been a lot of fun. If you didn't catch the first episode, go ahead and check it out. It was awesome. And then come back in here and then hear the rest of it as we talked about it. Um, Just awesome. These, These girls are out in the world. These women are out in the world, changing the world with their film, with their acting, with their singing, with their piano playing, with everything. I I, I know them well, so I know some of these (laughs) little things about them, Uh, but they're out there doing awesome things. So go check out that first episode and check out all the episodes that we have available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us. Please again, like, subscribe, and go ahead and hit that bell notification so you can get notified every single time we drop an episode. That's it for today. That was how to actually change the world. I'm your host, Darvin Lentz. Have a wonderful day.